Welcome to Story Comic Presents, where we interview amazing storytellers and artists. This is episode 231. I'm your host, Barney Smith of StoryComic.com, and we're excited to have back with us the board game designer and creative director and founder of Nib Card Games and founder of the African Board Game Convention, KC Abuagu. Thank you so much. Thank you so much, Barney. good to be back. It's been a long time. You've been on a couple of years ago, and now it's it's a good. I want to have this to be a, a good episode for us to catch up on some of your newest some of your newest games that you've created. Last time you were on, you were talking about your Village War game that you were in development. And now, how did yeah. that come out for you? Um, to be honest, that was um, Village War. The, the first Village War. The one it's it was an eye opener. I got I got. Feed- Again, I also thought about the context. So my own community in Nigeria, and it's actually a social game. Three to six players can play. Uh, the artifact, you no, know, the powers of each of the artifacts in the game. Um, a simple game that you shuffle all the cards and players deal five five. Uh, is a card drafting. You know, that each of the card has uh, the player that has the least number of cards at the end of the game. It's actually a very fun game because we don't have enough dice to go around in Nigeria, we can mass produce a lot of financial issues with our... So how are you doing? So talk a bit about some of the other games that you recently created over the last couple of years. Okay, so uh, like I was saying about Campus Wahala. So Campus Wahala is a card drafting and distribution game. Um, we used uh, the color mechanics where, you know, you, you pack a stone and you distribute it in different holes and then there are rules of how a hole when it's for so for campus wahala um two to six people can play uh the aim of the game have the books card and there are different books actually books are reflected on nigerian campuses so we have the workbook the textbook the hat so and that is a photocopy of textbooks copy them so on black and white so these are handouts and then there are the workbooks and then there are also characters on the environment um Oga VC. Oga VC is obviously the uh, top topmost person on, on campus. We have the president, um, student union government president. We have uh, we have the dean. Usually, uh, we have the court rep. Um, so each of these reflects a character on campus. So we have the court rep. We have uh, organizer. That one person that hosts events on campus, like. We have the postgraduate students, uh, postgraduate students. Once you see them on campus, you know these are the postgraduate students. And obviously, you have the parents, they speak very, very big English. Oh, you have the campaigner. So, all of these guys play a role on campus Wahala. And Wahala means um, it depends on the context, but or, uh, yeah, issue. So, these are the troubles on campus. That's what campus Wahala is about. We have word stake. So word stake is so players is a flip and write anagram game. So players flip a card. Uh, maybe if it is a card deck, so the color bar on the next. Card, so it's a flip and write game. There is a there are pen and parts on the game writing parts words from a particular word. So let's say in a word like upcoming, you can form words like. Uh, uh, upcoming. Unless I can't form new words. Uh, uh, see, 
But anyway, so when you form these words, you got that point. So uh, four letter words will end you two points. Five and six letter words will end you certain forms four words. So on the writing part, you see there are four, one, two, three, four spaces. Four words say stop. And everybody must stop writing, regardless of how many words you're able to form. Oh, and you can use your eraser. So each of the comes with an eraser, so you can clean them. We have gem hunt. Gem hunt is um, a fast-paced game. So it's hand-eye coordination. So in the beginning of the game, it's played in three rounds of something. Um, players first share exactly. Yeah, that's jam hunt. Thanks. So um, players rate uh, first shot, and then that determines the jam that you're looking for in a round. Then the tiles are then shuffled like this. There are eight of the same type of, uh, of jam on, on, on the table. A shout jam hunt ends the round. But there are also interesting things that you can pick. Things like uh, points, if you have up to five of your tiles. If you're able to find five of your tiles. Uh, so I have my kitchen trying to stop. Then things like uh, food also gives you an extra point if you're able to find them as well. And then we have the antiseptic. So this kills off other players' jam if you're able to find it. So if you find all of these interesting things, you keep it to yourself so that at the end of the round, you now use it to deduct points from other players. So at the end of each round, you shuffle back these cards, these jam cards, then after three rounds, the total and the total and the win obviously the player with the highest victory points. Bidding is a very interesting game. So we have and there are lots of artwork. So bidding event where the players assume the role of agents that have been sent out, um, illegal artworks, right? And each of these uh, characters. So the players take on these characters and each the players hidden. Um, Hidden goals and then um, hidden abilities. So abilities such as buy specific um, artwork or you alone can be able to sell your artwork at the... <coughs> so there's just different, about, about 10. If you include the auctioneer, then 11 people can play. So these are different characters. And interestingly, we use them, but we have about eight different um, African characters, and we try to use names from different African countries. And then we have an Asia. Artworks are all African artworks. So we had to mm. make the research. Um, I think this was one of the, she was a queen uh, at some point. I think in the 16th century. Yep, 16th century. Okay, so in bidding room. So there is the open bid. That is the most popular bidding mechanics where. Uh, so the auctioneer calls out an item and then reads out. So, so open bid is the, the most common way of bidding where the auctioneer reads out the information and say if you're interested, you have three million, three million that you're bidding you can increase it to five million and you raise your part. Six million going, 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 sold, and then you reward the person. You don't see what other people are bidding. So everybody writes it down and then face down, and we all reveal it at the same time. And the person with the highest um, bid. The auctioneer bid is like open bid, but you don't need to write. So the auctioneer is in charge. Auctioneer start with, if you're in for five million, you can raise your hand up, and the auctioneer keep going up six million. The most interesting one is the second, um, second prize bid. So the second prize bid is like the secret bid, and then pays the second highest. 
So if the person won the bid with one person, second highest person was 15 million naira, they pay 15 million naira instead of the 40 million. The game, whose secret power is that if they are the ones that are the second highest, then the winner of the bid pays 40 million instead of mm -hmm. the 15 million that was. So we don't know. Uh, yeah. And then um, sometimes, again, people might just make sure that the second highest price will be like something close to. So it's all in the game. It's mind game and then keeping track of what people have spent. Oh, everyone starts with 50 million. Uh, so if you, you can't spend more than what you have. So that's bidding room. So KC, for those that for, are not that, for those that are interested in, in purchasing some of these games, um, are people overseas able to purchase your games? Uh, at the time, people the, the, the safest place people can get um, Cali Games is owned by Aaron um, of Tabletop Games Cafe. So they have a physical space, a, a, actually a very big cafe. In, uh, that is the safest place. Some of our games are there, but people can also place an order through them. Uh, you could just Google either tabletop games cafe. You can either place an order there, or you can get some of our physical copies already there. Um, um, yes, that's the safest place. We have uh, international payments on the website because of some issues uh, we are having. So it's safer to get it through tabletop directly from our website, unless you're in Nigeria. Um, so, so talk to us also a bit about Casey. You also had has a have a really successful um, the ABC Con. Do you want to talk to us about ABC Con? I'm, I'm actually very proud of the convention. It's been a way to introduce it. And that's one of the reasons why we started it. And it's also it's also been a way for um, so uh, a background. So the African Body Convention is to be honest. I just I didn't know where to you know. It started from tell people about modern games um, games that are not the old classic that they're already aware of the goal of Apcon, a, a place where enthusiasts could just come and have a good time and um, seeing has grown to uh, us you know um, publishing our games and then having new designers and then also bringing games from um, true support and donations from across the world. Uh, these foreign games are, oh, games are so much more, and it also helps break stereotypes. Stereotypes I grew up, you know, meeting was that you have to be very brilliant to play chess, or if you don't like words, um, it, then you can't play Scrabble, and you're having a good time. And WhatsApp is also a word game. And then, so all those, those stereotypes that um, this year on just ended, uh, we did a couple of weeks back, and it was amazing. We had the highest turnout, two new designers publishing their games. Good, uh, yeah, yeah, that, those are the pictures from this year. And then we had people who have been volunteering since 2017. And for me, I see it as a, was a beautiful experience. We have people like, so you guys have this stuff in Nigeria. Uh, yes, we do. Um, it's 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 good. When is the 2023 event happening? November 2023. That's when we'll be planning Apcon. Mm. That's really exciting. And so, is this the first like is this the first gaming convention in in that you know of in Africa? Um, no, I, I wouldn't say Africa. Uh, no, not GenCon. There's Comic Con in South Africa. And I think there's okay. um, there's one in Egypt. And in um, but um, 
I think when we started in 2016, was um, agency said it was arguably the first in West Africa, but I'm so sure it's the first in Nigeria. That I am sure. And next year, I'm also sure of one that is going to happen in a different state in Nigeria. And they are all independent of um, Nipcard games of Abcon as well. Um, so, so what, 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 are, what are some of your newer projects that you're working on now, Casey? Next year, uh, the past two years, uh, entry games and party games. That's what the focus of that will be working more on. Um, two to four player games, that's my focus, and also children games. Even though by age, they are not dedicated to children uh, like I've done in the past. So maybe adults might be able to play them, but it will be the artwork will be for kids. Uh, we are looking at how do we get um, these games, these games to across the world, basically. So we are currently open to publishers are willing to even localize some of the games for 2023. But majorly, like I said, working on this new expansion as well within Nigeria and outside Nigeria. That's cool. Now, so what are some of the, uh, as you said, you're working on you know, some children's games and whatnot, and you showed like on ABCon, the African board game, conve board game convention, that you also mentioned like miniature games and like role-playing games. How, how successful has it been to introduce say miniatures games and then tabletop role-playing games in Nigeria? Uh, miniature games have not even started. Uh, we've not even started. We just uh, in-house we'll be trying to, you know, work on something that yeah, it's still play test, play test, play test. It's like just, I, I'm not even sure if video room comes to uh, tabletop role play. Players take different roles, and, uh, but it's still a tabletop game per se. So, for instance, I've not played Dungeons and Dragons yet, right? Because I, I don't want, I want to create a campaign and be a dungeon master based on what I see on, uh, on YouTube or read online. I want my, I want to paint. And I don't want to really do it online. I want to a multiple-sided dice, maybe um twelve-sided dice or twenty-sided dice. And Dungeon and Dragon, I'm like, no, we don't. Are you a game master? Because if we see a game master, as long as you create the campaign, I want to be part of the campaign first and have that you know be a, a, a dungeon master, right? <laughs> so but I've not had that experience, and I don't. Want to, I might even create a wrong experience by watching just on YouTube and reading, you know, just to tell you where we are uh, uh, in terms of role play game. Who was going to come to AppCon and afterwards, you know, play games? Who was coming from? Had some security challenges just two weeks to AppCon, flying everyone out of Nigeria. Like it was, it was everywhere. It was he had to leave? So we are hoping that he's going to come back again, or someone else. Role play games, miniature games. We have civilization. That's that's where we are at the moment, and that's some of the things that are even supporting. Um, personally, I want to reduce a lot of party games. I have about seven games that are for ten people, mm. so ten people can be. It says a lie. Like, how do you create context, right? Because when people come into the cafe or when people call you, they want to buy games. This is great, Casey. So it's it's really good. I'm really happy to you know touch base with you. And, and you need to come on again. We need to come on more often because you're always making new games that are coming out. 
Now, so what we'll do is in the show notes, for those that are um, in the United States, we'll send in a link to where you can pick up some nib card games. But also, if people are interested in just looking at your library, they could go to nibcardgames.com and they'll be able to see any of that stuff, correct? If people really, really, really want to get games, they can just send a DM and then um, I could just... Uh, uh, shipping to U.S. for anything less than 2kg. And um, funny enough of all the games so you can actually see how much it's going to cost so shipping for anything less than uh, uh as that i think i saw twenty three thousand naira. i don't know how much twenty three thousand is in uh um so if they are really interested in just direct shipping uh we can have conversation and i'll see what deal works or like i said before they can also go through um tabletop games cafe and they would either get a game or place an order. So we have a working relationship. You know, thank you so much, Casey. And listen, we gotta you gotta come on more often. We gotta get you back on more often so we can talk more about your board games. Keep plenty about games. Uh, I, I know I, I talked I talk a lot so much for, for inviting me. Yeah. Yes. Yes.